0: In the hair yep, before looks we get good. on. Good, look at us doing video. Proud of us. We're fix, fixing the hair so you can hear how you good my what? hair looks. You know what? I think we should. Podcasts. I think
1: we should just start practice. Actually, just not getting ready and just fucking. You know, like I don't know if you had this moment. I had this moment like ten years ago when I was wanting to do more live events, like speaking gigs, and I was like, yeah. at the time, I was dieting for these events. I was like, oh, I need to lose five pounds, ten pounds. And then I remember people would take pictures with me at the event and they'd be like, well, do you want to look at it? And I would like freak out like, oh, I don't want them to post that. Then I was just like, Jill, what the fuck? Like, you want to do these events. Don't you want people to just like be able to recognize you in person and be the same online as you are in person? And so I was like, yeah. And then I just didn't, never dieted again, just showed up. People are like, do you want to look at the picture? I'm like, no, just post that shit. I'm thinking we need to bring the the level of – um attractiveness of this podcast down
0: oh i was gonna say i i'm already at that level i don't know what you're talking (laughs) about
1: well i think if we're gonna lower the barrier to entry for ourselves we don't have to get ready
0: single i'm single-handedly bringing the attractiveness of this (laughs) podcast down I actually, the only thing I really did for this podcast today was I put a, a sweatshirt on because I was just sitting here in my sports bra and I was like, maybe I should put on a shirt. But mostly because I'm just cold because the air conditioning. This is Danny J, by the way. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at. Uh, well, I think I you, need, I need think to wash my hair and I didn't do it. Bit. So there's
1: that. Thanks. But this is Jill Coleman. And um, today we're going to talk a little bit about, I feel like we're going to continue our Series on influencers. Yeah, <laughs> I feel seriously. like we've had a lot of uh, similar conversations recently, but you know, I do. And we just got off an episode that we recorded with Dr. Jade Tita, who also is my ex husband, who we also talked a little bit about. We had this conversation around smoke and mirrors in the industry, and you and I, and also Jade, have been at this and sort of sharing um, our life on the internet for over a decade and so i wanted to have and obviously we've been we've been in rooms we've been in masterminds we've been in live events we've been in spaces where we've met a lot of these people who have like these massive followings and we've sort of been privy to some of the like behind closed doors conversations and things that happen actually a lot of them that happen and i think today we wanted to chat a little bit about congruency authenticity, and also responsibility as an influencer. Now, I know we sort of hate that word, but I would say if you have an audience of any size, small or large, and people are paying attention to what you're posting, that you are an influencer, whether or not you want to be one. You are someone who's influencing whether or not you want to be one. And so I think instead of really getting caught in the semantics of it, let's talk about someone who maybe has a following and uses social media to get their message out there or to sell stuff or to sell coaching or to sell products and has an image that on one hand can be very highly curated and on the other hand can be very authentic. And so Mm -hmm. what did you, you had like sort of a specific angle you wanted to chat about?
0: Yeah, I feel like what I wanted to chat about today was and this is kind of we've had this conversation in different uh, scenarios. So, what is an influencer obligated to share with us? So, we've talked about this a little bit in some big people online who went through divorces and should they share why they went through divorce if they talk about relationships online. But this one actually has to do with body change, like large body change. So, there's a guy that I follow who. Um, he, he's not in our space really but he's kind of in the money financial space and he recently had a huge weight loss he lost a half of his body weight he was 360 pounds he's now 186 pounds did not share how he did it. And it happened very rapidly. So it only leads me to think he had some kind of surgery. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of, honestly. Because he didn't start sharing like he was working out with a trainer. And he, you'd think if you were posting your life. And this is why, this is like, let me caveat this. When you're an influencer and you're like a, quote, lifestyle influencer, and you're sharing your lifestyle, you're sharing your family, you're sharing what you're doing, but you suddenly have this drastic weight loss. And then you don't talk about it. It just leaves people to have conversations about what happened. And he's not really addressing. He was on a podcast and somebody brought it up and he just kind of skirted around mm-hmm. it. And he's like, yeah, I just changed, you know, I changed some of my uh, habits. And you're like, 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 that's very dramatic. If you lost like 10 pounds, sure. But you, half your body weight is a big deal. And this is also uh, Jenna Kutcher. She's been talking about it. So I'm going to say her name, but she's was really known for she went viral she was on like good morning america and a lot of things for this picture she had with her husband in like 2018 where he had abs and she's like quote in her own words like curvy and the whole thing was like how could this curvy girl get this really fit guy and so she's always been about body love body acceptance i think she was even in some like dove commercials or something kind of more um I don't want to say plus size because she's not really plus size, but just a curvier. And she's recently had a very dramatic weight loss as well. And so now she's suddenly posting things like DM me the word health to find out what I did. And so it's been an interesting shift to see that because her whole platform was based on loving yourself as you are and accepting her body at whatever size. And now she's changed her body. And so she's kind of had to change her message. And now she's maybe selling and I don't know how she lost the weight. Maybe she did do it quote the right way. I don't, even say I don't want to say that but um maybe she did have some kind of health journey but it's interesting how now she's monetizing it but it's kind of like behind a paywall or behind a you know like to yeah it's got to be
1: network marketing don't yeah, you think
0: I mean I feel like it could so that's what they I mean thoughts. you you
1: were in network marketing so this is kind of how they teach yeah. you to sell they actually tell you like not well, to mention the product right
0: well this is the other thought i have about this guy i'm thinking he probably did surgery and now if he wants to he could easily find any network marketing company he wants to and just say that it was from that product and not tell the truth about how he got there so this is my other like side note of this whole thing of do they have a responsibility to share how they're losing the weight in the process um is it i mean what if they do start using a product after the fact maybe they didn't use the product to get there but now they're selling it is that ethical to do i mean i just have a lot of layers to this and i just thought we should have a conversation around it because i know we've had conversations about you know sharing your relationship status changing and is it anyone's business and because your health really is your own business but if you are a influencer who shows up who shows your lifestyle do you, are you kind of obligated to share what you're doing to your audience because they can see something going on? Mm-hmm.
1: So that's sort of two things. And in terms of the first, which is, are they obligated to share? You know, it's hard because I feel like when it has something to do with what you're selling, that it you are obligated to share in my yeah. estimation and you know i sort of have been on the other side of this so when i was in my 20s i was a fitness model and i wasn't just like a fitness model on like social media i actually had a contract with a company and i would actually get like real money and go on these modeling jobs and i remember i did a couple of jobs for these fitness gadgets they were like i forget one of them was kind of like a bosu type thing that had some bands attached to it like i i was literally in these promos for these products yet I didn't get in shape with these products. So it's sort of the same thing in a way. And this is across the board. If you look at an infomercial, I guarantee you that the Smokes model and the models in that infomercial did not get in shape doing whatever they're selling. They're just there because they look good. So I was on, I mean, I didn't have to talk or anything, but I was on like a box, like I was on the box of this thing and I've actually saw it in like Dick's Sporting Goods a couple years later. And I was like, and I didn't really feel any sort of way about it because I was like, it was a modeling job. So I didn't really like take it as like this real big like breach of integrity. But if someone had come up to me on the street and was like, hey, I saw you're on the box of this thing. Did you use it? Did you like it? I'd be like, dude, I haven't used that one day in my fucking life. <laughs> like, you know, so, right. you know, so at least you have to have the honesty around like that was a modeling job. And I've actually done posts yeah. about this. Like, you know, I'd be like, no, I lifted weights for 20 years. That's how I look this way. And so I think that piece of it, you have to be honest with. And if someone had asked me, I would have told them the truth, but I'm not going to volunteer that information. And so I guess that is where there's that, that push and pull of like, how much are you? I believe personally that it's out of integrity to do something like lat band surgery and then pretend as if a supplement helps you lose over 100 pounds. To me, that is 100% a breach of integrity for me personally, but it's hard now that it's tied to money for people, right? Now, all of a sudden, their health transformation and their health journey is tied to their income, and they're seeing that they can actually make a lot more money if they don't mention the fact that they had a surgery. And so, I mean, I think we know the answer to this. I think you know on a visceral level the answer to this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I agree with you. I think it's funny. I have a similar I've done, you know, did some modeling gigs and did some like commercial type things of products they didn't use. They hired you literally because you were already in shape, not because you used the product to get in shape. Uh, Digressing on that, though, I also wasn't it wasn't the same uh, playing field as it is now as far as influencer. And I just feel I feel like there is a responsibility when someone shows up as a quote influencer, lifestyle influencer, and they are Basing their personality or their brand, their personal brand is around being authentic, mm. sharing personal stories. And if you say that, like let's just say you and I, we I think we pride ourselves on being online and being authentic and sharing personal stories. Now we say we're that person. But then we go and do something very drastic that changes our look, you know, like plastic surgery of the face and like, I don't know, get a whole hair transplant or something. And then we come back and we start saying that we're using this special shampoo because <laughs> it's an MLM. It's like, wait a second. Yep. I feel like that's out of integrity. Yep. And I, I feel like this part was very interesting in that she wasn't sharing. And I don't know, maybe just because she was busy being a mom and like not to pick on Jenna because I don't know. And I don't follow her really at all. So she could have been talking about this the whole time I don't know she just suddenly popped up in my feed but she seemed to like disappear and then pop up skinny right so in my mind I'm thinking why wasn't she taking us along for the journey mm. of like these are things I'm doing differently these are like I'm starting to take my health more seriously or I'm doing a little things instead of having this big transformation and then boom like here's some products or here's the things I'm doing I also find it um and the other guy he just isn't saying anything so to me that's just very odd um his platform isn't as much about his lifestyle so i guess it's like nobody's business but in a way i feel like when you are a public figure that you do have some sort of obligation to explain some things like if there is a divorce you kind of do have to say yeah we we broke up at at the very least you got to address the elephant in the room and i think uh half your body weight is a giant elephant in the room to like not say anything about. So I don't know, in my opinion, there is a bit of obligation, depending on how you show up in your brand and business. Now, if you are, I don't know, you you're like a dog, like you're a fucking, I don't know, a Caesar Milan? Yeah. Is that the dog yeah. guy? If you're Caesar Milan and you're talking about dog stuff and you happen to lose all this weight, like, I yeah. guess you don't have to say anything because that's not your platform and prof- who you are. But I just feel like these influencers who do make it seem like you're behind the scenes, you're my best friend, you get to see everything. And then suddenly they're holding back and not sharing this really big thing. To me, it just comes across as really fishy and a little bit, um, I don't know. I just, I just, it makes me worry about what's after so is she trying to monetize now and if she's monetizing is it the truth about what she really did Mm -hmm. or is now she's just sees the opportunity now everyone's asking me now there's a money opportunity and I'm just going to jump on that
1: right and what would you say I mean and also you know I agree with you especially with the lifestyle influencer stuff because a lot of what people talk about is like like loving yourself accepting yourself going on this health journey going on this self-realization journey even right and then You're kind of not saying it outright, but you're letting people assume that the personal development journey that you're on is the thing that helped you lose weight, or right? Like where you're going, yeah, it was actually just the fact that I, you know, really just am more aligned with my true self now, and that just the weight just fell off. You're not saying that, but you're letting people assume that. And I feel like that's also a little bit dishonest, you know? And I think, yeah. and, and I get it. I, I realize there are a lot of reasons why someone may not share that. And I think at the core, it's, it's probably something that feels shameful. It's probably the reason why it took me, I don't know, a, a, a year on this podcast to even admit that I'd had Botox. You know, it's kind of like, you're just like, ah, like it's, you know, it and you own it, your decision personally, yeah. but it takes some time to feel confident enough Know it's the same reason why we had the conversation about um the liver king not talking about PEDs and stuff like that, right? Again, you think it takes away credibility, and in my experience, it actually makes you more credible. I mean, look at someone like an Al Roker or something. Didn't he have lap band surgery? And he like went through it in like the public eye. You know what I mean? And he like owned it and talked about it and like it was a big thing. He's on, you know, the Today Show or whatever for years with a, uh, you know, wanting to lose weight and then finally getting lap band surgery. And then, you know, but bringing people on, doesn't, people aren't like, oh, he's not credible anymore. It's just like for him, that was the right decision. So I don't think it necessarily, if you own it, I don't think it takes away credibility, but maybe you think it will, or you have a shame around it. You have embarrassment around it. But I, in my experience, once you just actually own it and you're just like, yeah, I had that. Actually, we have a mutual friend of ours who just got a breast lift and, um, you know, she was talking about it all the time. And she's someone who actually is a body positive person. Like that's a lot of her brand is around body positivity, but she would just like, yeah, I've just like always had breasts that I just haven't loved. And they've always looked, you know, in a way since I was like a teenager, I have not liked them. And so I'm going to do this and like kind of brought her audience. And I don't think it took away from anything. She was very honest with her audience about it. And instead she kind of took us along for the ride. It didn't feel any sort of way to me versus it would have been weird if she's like body positive and then like pops up, you know, goes underground and then pops up like a month later with like huge boobs and you're like, wait, what? Like, you know what I mean? It feels disingenuous. Yeah. And so I'm just like, be inclusive. It's okay. Your people aren't going anywhere. I think they're more likely to leave or discredit you if you don't own it than if you do.
0: Yeah. I appreciate how she did yeah. that and took people along for the ride. And that was really the piece with this, this guy that I have in mind that was very confusing is... I felt like if it wasn't surgery he would have been taking people like right. he would have been showing his workouts he would have been showing what was different and because it was so drastic in such a short amount of time it must have been surgery and also cool like do surgery right. my grandmother yeah. my uncle like so i have so many family members but it just felt weird that there was such a drastic shift with no addressing of it and i feel like again back to the elephant in the room if there's something that big and you have a big audience I feel like you almost do owe them some explanation the one of the reasons why I think this is an obligation is because when you are an influencer you are also people also look up to you and they try to do what you're doing especially when you're giving Mm -hmm. advice so when you're an influencer you're often like you're giving he is giving money advice and and this and and also lifestyle advice, marriage advice, and stuff like that. So when you are looked at as people look to you for marriage advice, they're looking to you for money advice, they're look- they're also looking to you for health advice, and if you suddenly have this massive transformation, then people either think, oh, I need to eat what he's eating, I need to uh, train how he's training. It's just how people work because they might be struggling with something, too. They might have related to him because, oh, he's also overweight like I am, or some part of that story. And so I really feel that we, we're we interesting in, in the influencer space in that we'll share all the things. We'll say that we're being vulnerable. Right. We'll share all the lifestyle. And then when there's a piece that we don't share, I, I've seen this, uh, where they get mad, like, you guys don't deserve to know everything going on in my <laughs> life. And it's like, well, then why did you let us in on everything mm-hmm. on your life? And then you're not going to share this one thing. Mm-hmm. So it feels a little bit on the outside watching, it feels a little unfair, and also it it is also weird being like sitting there as a a fan and caring right that's weird too this is like this is this is the whole parasocial relationship really right it's like that is you're creating this relationship between yourself and your followers but then you're holding back and it's not a quote true relationship and i think that's also why people get upset why they leave why they feel duped why they feel upset because they feel like you were bringing them in and you were truthful and you were being their friend and you were being authentic and you weren't being that way Mm -hmm. and so it goes back to even the authenticity conversation of how authentic are you being how truthful are you being and then like cool if you want to set boundaries that should also be part of your brand it's like there are boundaries and there are things I don't talk about I see this with people and their children I never show my children's faces I don't talk about my children my family is a boundary and I don't talk about cool now, if they suddenly start talking, I mean, like I guess Gary Vee is a great example. He never talked about his ex His family didn't show, and then suddenly he posted a girlfriend, and people were shocked because they're like, "We've never, we didn't even know you went through a divorce, and now you got a girlfriend!" Like, very, very bizarre. So I, I just think that there are certain. I do now believe. I used to not believe this, but I do now believe there are some obligations influencers and leaders have to share with their audience. That are more inclusive, especially if that's their brand of being inclusive and sharing. You you just can't leave people out of some of these big things anymore. I don't think it's
1: fair. <laughs> I actually agree with you because you know posting online is a responsibility, right? As soon as you do that, right, you can't be you can't be like, oh, I like these things about it, but I don't like these things about it. You know, it's the same thing that goes back to I posted on. Um, my Facebook page about a week ago because the reel's on Facebook. have been going crazy lately. Um, it was an old reel, but it was also, it was about how this woman, you know, said yuck on one of my posts. And so I posted the video and the caption was like, oh, that that time a woman said yuck on my picture or something like that. It was basically talking about, and what I said in the caption was, I can't be mad when someone has their opinion about something I am owning on the internet, right? So as while I can be like, oh, it's kind of weird that people just like make these comments and whatever. I'm like, I actually can't be necessarily upset. I, I can't just only want the positive affirmation. And then when I get any sort of hate comment, I'd be like, wait, what? It's like, dude, you're signed up for both. There's a responsibility as soon as you have an audience, even a small audience, like you've raised your hand and said, all right, I'm up for this. And you might not know that until something like this comes up and then you're like, oh shit, like I need to get real with like what the responsibility is here. There's more accountability. There's more responsibility. This is honestly why a lot of people don't go into the influencer space or don't even want to do it. They just want the upside. I want them to make the money. I want to have the personal brand, the flexibility the autonomy, but you also have to take the good with the bad. You're inviting people into your you know, house. You're inviting people into your living room. So yeah, I agree with you, especially if you can't just be like, I'm going to have all of these benefits from having this personal brand and then not want to bring people and be like, actually, I'll share up to a point and then I won't. And I mean, you know, I will say, especially to you and I going through infidelity We talked about it eventually, but it took me probably a year and a half to talk about my audience, partially because I was embarrassed, but mostly because I just wasn't sure yet. I hadn't made sense of it yet too. But if you go through a drastic weight loss and have surgery on something like you've made peace with it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not like you're trying to still figure it out. Like you had it, you made the decision, you went for it and, you know, and you reaped the benefits of whatever those are. So I think that it's okay to take a beat if you want to share something in your personal life, if you're still trying to work through what it means. But I, there was no question in my mind that I would address it at some point, you know, because people were like, yeah. where's your husband? Why isn't he with you? Why, what's happening with Jade? Like DM after DM after DM. I was like, yeah, I do want to talk about this, but I also want to make sure that this shit is airtight for me personally before I share it. And so maybe some of these people are going to share about it at some point. I hope they do share it at some, at some point, because to me, there's an opportunity there to sort of, you know, I don't know, just repair maybe some of the discrediting that is going on or some of the, um, like you use the word like duped or tricked or whatever. There's mm-hmm. an opportunity to repair that if you want to.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're right. There's definitely a chance that they'll be talking about it in the future. It's something that's just been on my mind. And mostly the conversation is about, like, are we obligated to share those kind of things and our personal health history? And it's like, yes and no. You're not necessarily required to share your personal health history. However, if that's the way you've been making money and growing an audience in the past, and suddenly you don't, it does feel like a weird uh, shift. And it does feel like you're leaving people out, and somehow there's something going on. So. Anyway, I thought it's interesting. I'm also curious to see, I sh- I haven't DM'd the word health to Jenna to see what, but I'm kind of curious now to maybe to do it. So for, for yeah, for those NFL of you involved. who
1: maybe don't know in network marketing, a lot of times, they don't want you to talk about the actual product. They just yeah. want you to almost like make people just curious about what you're doing and then get them in a DM conversation and then say, yeah, it's these shakes or yeah, it's these supplements or yeah, it's this, mm-hmm. you know, these greens and reds powders or whatever. So yeah. So yeah, chances are that's why I was like, oh, it's got to be. If she's not talking about it openly, it's got to be a yeah. network marketing.
0: Will be. I'll I'll have to go check it out and see. I'll do a little digging and research, and we'll see if there's any sales behind it, any sales tactics. Yeah. And yeah. And there was actually, um, yeah. It's it's just interesting how people show up in a certain way and and how they choose to monetize it. And like by all means, like you have an audience, you can monetize, but also don't take advantage. Right. You know. So yep. back to
1: Anyway, that's all I got for today. All right, that's it. Well, thank you guys for being here. Interested in your two cents on this. And y'all, if you have any questions or anything you want us to tackle on this subject or any any subject uh, that has to do with under the umbrella of personal development, hit us up at the Best Life Podcast on Instagram. We love getting DMs from you guys and also in our Facebook group as well. Uh, We can start a discussion there. But thank you guys for being here as usual and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye guys. See
0: ya.